Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Oh my God, Donnie, is it really you? Yeah. I, Donnie. I had no idea we'd find you in a floating pyramid. I would have I brought your collar. Yeah, yeah. Because you're just itty bitty now. Hey, um, it's just a little tired. Come here. And I open up my bag, my satchel. As you touch the wall, Yemble, Flint, and Mannix, you see Thea disappear. Bitch. Oh, she has she has been pulled into the map. But how, how would that even work? I don't know. It is a magical flying castle. What are you talking about? How would that work? Oh, you, you know what? <laughs> Fair point. How does any of this work? <laughs> if we find ourselves faced with a choice again, choose... To go right. Okay. Okay. All right, Mannix, uh, you and me up top, and we'll we'll leave these two here. Then I I hope we will see you soon. I give I give Flint a hug. Oh sure, yeah, hug hug as well. And you hear the sound of like hooves hitting the stone ahead of you, and snarling and grunting. And you turn and you see glowing eyes, all four of you down your respective hallways, glowing eyes and like smoke billowing from these nostrils that are flaring as a skeleton minotaur charges out towards you. Awesome. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master Russ Moore and with me today is Tom Laird. Hey, that's me. First out of the gate. I play Flint Firebeard. And Amy Moore. I put the gate together and I play Thea Amastasia. And Carla Maxted. I watch Amy put the gate together while relaxing in a lawn chair. And I play Yen Bull Nuri. <laughs> Carla and I were there drinking drinks. Uh, that's right. Just, we're just having a good summer day. That's right. Because I just can't with numbers anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm a person who always needs to be doing something. So I know. Last episode, I crocheted half of a project. She sure did. Yeah, I edited down the wait time when she was deciding which spell to do, but hey. <laughs> the dirtiest looking. <laughs> Just so. If I hadn't Just. said anything, no one would know. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I was right in there. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Where Amy gets upset with me even more is over on Patreon. Mm. Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. When she plays Night Hunter and I play Opal, it's just it doesn't go well. It goes great. I think it, it goes, goes really well. It goes really well. It's very funny. We yeah. have a real good time playing a different game over there. Tom's the DM. He has um, really loosened it up. More tolerance for our shenanigans, which yeah. he needs yeah. to because Russ is 85% shenanigans. That's right. True. Russ yeah. rolls his eyes when I take an extra moment to think about a spell while I'm crocheting just to keep my hands busy. Meanwhile, he's like railroading Tom, <laughs> creating this crazy world. And Tom's just like, yo, it's you know world, what? It's world creation it's is what it is. It all works out. And yeah. besides, I mean, Carla got to punch a young girl and an old lady in the last episode that we played. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> to save their lives. Oh. Spoilers. <laughs> Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. Can't give it to them for free. Come check it out. Join us over there when you are. Patreon. <laughs> Just old people <laughs> and young people. Yeah. Come check it out. 
no. Uh, when you are a patron, you also get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Kelsey G. Kelsey G. Thanks, Kelsey. Thanks, Kelsey. G. Thanks. Thank you, Kelsey. And now, fuck it, let's play. Yeah. Yeah. What sure. sound does a what sound skeleton does a minotaur make? Oh, wait, wait, what sound does a skeleton make? I scared everybody. Like a velociraptor. Uh, yeah, that is my velociraptor Only sound. Skeletons don't have tongues or oh, vocal right, cords, right. so, so it's, it's just. Yeah, yeah, that's, Ooh, that's a, very intimidating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Flint, make a strength check as this. Th- wait, hold on. Wait. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, as this thing comes careening towards you, Flint, uh, you don't have to do anything because it misses. Oh. Uh, well, can I toss Mannix's mace back to them? Yeah, that's how you can do that. Absolutely. You see it coming. You toss the mace back, and we're back in initiative. Are we re-rolling? Same order. Nah, we'll keep the same order as last time, Neri. Oh, wow. Bob and Doug McKenzie showed up. Yeah, yeah. right. We're, this is our Scary. very Canadian episode. Gribbit. Most people don't know that Skeleton Minotaur is the third national animal yeah. of Canada oh. behind the beaver, beaver and the moose. Loon. That's right. Oh, you went moose. I went loon. Oh, yeah. so fourth? Fourth. Beaver, fourth. moose, loon. Elk. Skeleton, Skeleton Minotaur. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, elk and moose are kind of I feel of like the elk same. and moose, what? like the whole like like ungulate. Loon though, and it's on the loony. The elk is on the toony. What? No, a polar bear's on the toony. Yeah. Yeah. The elk okay, is on. So it's, it's on the quarter. You know what? Animal. Who has actual money anymore? I think it's a caribou on the quarter, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I thought it, it was an elk. It's a, it's a no. I think it's a caribou. Yeah. It's a Rudolph. It's yeah. a Rudolph. It's a, it's a Rudolph. Elk is. Canada. We have fun money, y'all. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Come check out our zoo money. Uh, this this Canadian-only podcast is over on Patreon. No, it's not. I'm just yeah, kidding. No. <laughs> no, that's what we got here. Um, okay, uh, Thea, you're up. I'm going to cast Moonbeam. It's been a while. It's been a while. It has. So a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on the point of Minotaur. Mm-hmm. It takes 2d10 radiant damage, but first it needs to make a constitution saving throw. How wide across the radius did you say this it's was? It's only a five-foot radius. Flint's got to make it to... Oh, sorry, Flint. It's hard to tell where you are all stretched out up there. What save do I have to make, Russ? Con. Con? Oh, Khan's my good one. Yeah, Ooh, good. A four for Ooh, the minute. That's a 28. Well, the 28 definitely hmm. passes. The four, however, does not. It will take 2d10 radiant damage. You're going to take half of that point. Okay. 14. So I'll take seven? Yes. Okay. And um, on each of my turns after I cast a spell, I can use an action to move the beam. But I will also shoot it with an arrow. I'm going to grab my oath bow. Are you going to whisper anything with your oath bow? Uh, no, not this time. Seven. Uh, seven to hit? No, se- uh, 14, sorry. Uh, 14 to hit. 14 hits. Oh, it does? Yep. Eight piercing damage. So, Flint, what you experience is like this radiant burning sensation, and then the ribs of this uh, minotaur in front of you crack in... Okay. Also, just so that you know, I didn't whisper it because I can't choose a new sworn enemy until the dawn of the next day. Touche. Cool it's just a little. All right. Even if the one dies? If it the says, one dies, can't you call it, can't you change it? When your sworn enemy dies, you can choose a new one. 
after the next, the next dawn. Day. Well, I guess it is your sworn enemy. You have to have mm. some kind of commitment. Yeah, and I just throw that around willy-nilly. You're my sworn enemy. No, you're my sworn enemy, so yeah. it's fair. It's just, an, it's just a bow and arrow now. Uh, Manix is going to swing their mace at the thing. Uh, it's a 14, which will hit. Yep. Uh, they rush towards the Minotaur. They need to end make... their turn in there. It's not... Uh, yeah. They feel the burn, and the Minotaur is going to take some damage. Seven to be exact. And, I mean, they don't run away because they don't know what it is exactly, but they're also going to have to make a con saving throw. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 14. A 14 will not save. So he takes half 2d10. Okay. <laughs> Yell from below, get out of there! Oh, God! Eight, so that's four damage. Okay. Flint. Uh, all right, so I am standing in the middle of this moonbeam, even though I can't see it. Yeah, you got like a, a, it's a light aura. Well, like no, you, no, hold on. The whole creature gets engulfed in ghostly yeah. flames. Yeah, and where you see it, it does. But that's on your oh, level. Oh, that's on my level. But yeah, so it's a little bit brighter than normal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I guess I'll just uh, do my customary three attacks. All right. <laughs> uh, first one's a 31, second one's a 20, and the third one is a 19. All three. Perfect. Gotta love those plus 13 bonuses, y'all. I wouldn't know. Amy? Um, <laughs> never have occurred to me. No. I have perfect, no idea. Perfect, perfect, Okay. Uh, first one, 15, 23, and 16 more is 39 points of damage. Holy shit! Wowzers. Bones crack, things crunch. Carry Boom! Them. Crack the sound of his bones, and the beast just crumbles, 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 crumbles. That's uh, how this goes. That's really Fifi, good. Fifi Dobson would be proud, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> you you beat the HP pool, the the health the pool HP by pool? one. So tell Ooh. me how you how you destroy this. Uh, I guess as I like continue to hack into this thing with my axe, by the third slash, it's just like bone dust everywhere. And the creature before you, the flaming uh, minotaur before you, uh, crumbles to the ground, uh, disperses into the ground. Thea and Yemble, pile of bones and dust in front of you, Flint and Mannix. Um, this spell lasts for a minute. Okay. Can I just keep it with me and just move it forward as we go? Oh, Flint, you ended your turn. Make a con saving throw. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That is a 24. Mm. Half damage. It says when a creature enters a spell area for the first time or starts its turn. Did he start his turn there? Oh, well, yeah, he, he started did. and ended his turn. So you're, yeah, so you're good, though. 24. Poof. Half, Half damage. damage. Right. I need to roll that. Mm. And I had to play this game. Oof, that's a, it was a one, and then it tipped, and it was a nine. Oh. And a six. 15 damage. Half. Half of that. Seven. Okay. So can I keep my moonbeam up? Sure. Uh, Mannix and Mannix. I push it far ahead of me. Yeah, I was going to say, Mannix takes a step back as he is uh, radiantly burning. Yeah, I push it forward. Yeah. Shall we on? Yeah, we'll walk slowly behind the colorful, brighter light that's in front of us. It's uh, like kind of like a little spotlight. 
but no one wants to be in. Thea, how are you feeling? Are you okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm doing pretty good, considering. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, you let me know if you need help. Thanks, Yenbo. Hey, somebody roll me a D8 as you continue forward into this maze, taking only right turns. I'm into it. Six. Uh, okay, you carry forward. Uh, continuing the same, you see Flint and Mannix, you see your friends walking along beside you within this miniature maze. Er, Within this miniature tunnel map that you are. Mm. No, we heard the word. <laughs> yeah, no, that was. I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Heard the word maze. Yeah. Map. Map. Yeah. Uh, you see your friends moving alongside you in this miniature map of the tunnel system that you're walking through. The Yenbull and Thea, you see out and into the elongated versions of your friends walking along beside you. You carry on for a little ways, taking right turns. The view of the hallway in front of you still maintaining that bit of darkness 30 to 45 feet in front of you, uh, almost like it's materializing as you're walking. Everybody make a perception check as you're walking. Oh, 23. 22. We're perceptive as fuck down here. We're seeing so much down here with our tiny eyes. <laughs> Mannix is taken aback by all the sights to see. Um, okay, you're all continuing walking forward. Both Thea and Yemble, you see um, coming up, uh, not really clear, but enough that it brings you pause. What looks like a an intentionally raised stone in the floor that extends quite a ways. Flint and Mannix, however, do not see it. As we stop and we look at each other, I'm sure, uh, do we look up and notice that those two are continuing to walk forward? I mean, you would see them continuing to walk forward. Well, let's see mm-hmm. how this turns out. Is Thea's moonbeam still going? Uh, how long is oh, how no, long you've have been, we been walking? You've been walking for longer than a minute. Okay, yeah. she's okay. gone. So I was going to say we were making a conscious effort to stay behind to not it. Walk into that. Yeah, so. <laughs> so I would like searing radiant pain. <laughs> if it had stopped, maybe we were stopping. I leave it like on top of the surface that they shouldn't go on. Yeah, yeah. Here's the spotlight. <laughs> Look, everybody. No, it would have. Yeah, it would have been gone. Okay. No, the two of you walk and Flint as you step down because I assume you're uh, a bit forward as you usually sure. are. Uh, you step down and feel the stone move below you. Mm. All four of you hear a loud rumble. And then walls drop around you. You hear a th- like a thudding crash as walls drop around you. Not on top of you, but around you. You are all standing in complete darkness. Great. No one hears that. Yenbull doesn't hear that? Can I, I cast light? It's a cantrip. You can. As she does that, I like I feel out around me. Do I feel her? Uh, you don't feel her. You feel stone walls all around you. Oh. Uh, can I cast produce flame in my hand and see if it can... Uh, you produce flame. After a while, you see, you see and feel only stone walls in front of you. And after a while... You hear the sound of grinding stone, and they begin to move out of place and back up over top of you, where you see all of your friends. Well, 
Thea sees Yenbull and Flint and Mannix our, see each other. We're back in our respective situations. Oh, Yenbull. That was creepy. Yes, I could hear nothing. I couldn't see anything. I was all alone. It was very frightening. Um, okay. Is Flint still standing on top of the trigger? Uh, he's standing in the exact same location he was standing before. Uh, Flint, what do you do? That's a good question. What do I do? <laughs> but everything's back to normal. It is as, you know, before Stonewall surrounded you, it is as you as you were previously. After a few, you know, it's you were probably anywhere between two and five minutes. I was just wondering whether or not our raised rock got depressed when he stepped on it. Oh, sorry. Yes. Um, yes. As he did, it also depressed. Okay. I guess I'll just like slowly step off the stone. Uh, you lift your foot and the stone remains in place. I turn to Mannix and I say, so I guess we just keep going? I guess so. Should we just keep going, Enbull? Yes, I think so. Flint and Mannix look to the map and where they see Yenbull and Thea both shrugging. And we walk forward. You walk forward. You carry on for a ways and you see along the floor a bit of a glowing light. It is blue in color. And the more you softly step forward towards it, it the light of the torches illuminates... Um, an end and to this hallway and a doorway, and below the doorway, it is emitting this blue light that you're seeing. The doorway is wooden and carved, um, and in the carvings, you see it looks like bones carved into the wood of this door. I'm not going to lie, Yenbull. I'm kind of scared to touch stuff at this point. Yes, everything in this pyramid is... Um dangerous or a trick and the bones seem particularly a bad sign is it a push door or a pull door I don't look like an asshole when I open it it is a handled <laughs> push door uh, Flint and Mannix what are you doing uh, I don't know I guess how quickly has, has Thea reached for this door well not not super fast I'm very trepidatious at this moment <laughs> okay because so I was just curious if the door like started opening in front of us much like the plate got depressed for you guys. Not yet. <laughs> okay. okay. There's a moment of hesitation on all parties' parts, if you would like to. Is there any point we should check in one of us with them, or are we concerned about separating the separations? I mean, it's always a concern, but we can still see them on right. the map, yes, so I feel like everything's okay. Okay. You look to the map and um, it, it shows you this dead end, for lack of a better term, but you do see like a doorway, uh, but nothing beyond is uh, showing up on the map. It hasn't even occurred to, <laughs> to Thea that, that we could climb back up the wall, maybe, yeah. and get back to where they are because we've already gotten through... I know, me too. So we're gonna just live down here now, I guess. <laughs> I guess. It's just where I'm at. Like Thea hasn't thought of it at also, all. So it was like, well, we split the party and now we live in this map world. <laughs> oh well. 
Yeah, I mean, one of them could just touch the map and come down. We could climb up. It's This isn't... Nope, this is how this is happening, nope. apparently. Well, why are we like guess... why are we like this? <laughs> I don't know. I guess with Maddox's question, like I'll go back to that for a second. Okay. Yep. I mean, do you think the same thing will work if we touch this map and head down there? Or is it like a one time, one room deal back where we were before? I uh, that I don't know. Um our previous experiments led us to believe that at least one of us needed to be in the other location for this to work. I don't know what would happen if we were all to jump in on one side or the other. Well, I mean, maybe it was only that one hallway to get around. Maybe now we're free to reign as a group. It's possible. And what if one of the realms closes in on itself? Just asking questions. Well, then I guess we're all stuck together, if that's the case. Literally and figuratively, yes. Perhaps potential mush if it closes in on the walls. If you would like to go, I can certainly wait here. I don't know if I feel comfortable knowing that elements close off if all of us are in one or the other. No, I hear what you're saying. Uh, if you don't think it's a good idea, I'm totally good to stick with you here. Thea opens the door. <laughs> is the door opening for us? The door is opening for you, That's yes. my door opening. <laughs> Felt like I was playing Resident <laughs> Evil. It was really good, Amy. Yeah. Thanks. Um, you see into the room from your location, Thea, especially because you're the one who opened the door, and it is a completely blue illuminated room inside. In the center of the room, you see a glowing crystal Ooh, pretty. suspended in the middle of the room. So blue his light to this blue little doorway. Blue his house. Dabba dee dabba dee. Oh, Yenbull. At least this is a pretty room. I'm sure maybe this blue light will kill us or something. Yes, but they're right. It's less frightening than the skeleton minotaur. Um, before I go through the doorway, because I didn't do this before, can I check for traps? Yeah, investigate. Yeah. Oh, 12. Everything looks fine. <laughs> Everything looks fine. Famous last words. <laughs> right? Right. Yenbull after you. No, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. If Flint was here, I'd be like, Flint, after you. It's That's just fair. a habit. Um, okay. Well, do we go in? We, don't, we can't just yes, stay here. I, I feel we must. We can't, we can't just stay here. Let's, let's look at, at this. This whole room seems to be built around this one thing, so... I must assume it is important. And I want to go check out the... It's suspended, did you say? Yeah, it's, it's just floating there. appears to be suspended in the center of the room uh, as you enter, if you all enter. Uh, Yenbull and I enter. Yes, mm-hmm. I can't speak for Flint and Matt. Yeah, I mean, if we see them entering, we'll enter as well. All four of you enter the room, um, and you see before you that illuminated blue charm which is emitting this blue light and on the floor um, you see carvings or engravings Flint and Thea make a check perception check Ah, that good? 11 
It, it went great. It was a two, but I had a plus nine, so it was the only oh. thing that saved me. 16 no, for me. Not even saved. Flint, you immediately also okay. So Flint, you walk into this room. You see the map. Um, it goes up to the doorway because it's been following you, um, and then like sucks back onto the wall to the left as you enter the room. So it's, it's no longer like following us. It's now fixed. Uh, well, it's not necessarily fixed. As you walk into the room, it still moves it's, along the wall, oh, okay. but it has taken a left. It, and... it is. It has to follow a wall in order to proceed forward okay flint particularly these carvings are very reminiscent of carvings you saw well in blackpool you recognize them immediately thea you you recognize that they are familiar to you um but you can't quite put your finger on it i've seen these somewhere i have they seem familiar. I oh, I can't think where. Mannix, do you know anything about Orcus? He's one real bad dude. <laughs> Unlike Bahamut, who's a real cool He's guy. A real cool guy. <laughs> real cool guy. Um, I know some, not an extensive amount. Well, we had a bit of a, a run-in with some of his followers. I guess you would call them. And uh, the town they were in had a lot of these carvings in it. Right. So okay. that might be something we should be aware of. We have seen these carvings throughout parts of uh, parts of our time here in the pyramid. Is it safe to say that perhaps Shangalar is in some way connected to the occurrences? I mean, it would make sense to me. Interesting. I don't know what that does for us in this specific moment, but... The carvings are of words or, like, pictograms or... More, yeah, it's just images of um, bones, bone structure. There's no real words to them, um, just images of skeletal forms or just specific bones. But I don't recognize them. Um, no. As like, okay. How big is the crystal? It's about the size of a tennis ball. Okay. It's a lot smaller than I thought it'd be. I was picturing it like tiny or enormous. Right. Yeah, I was thinking I was, possibly disco ball. I was going enormous, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Glad I asked. Yep. This seems more portable. Are there any <laughs> exits in this room? Uh, no, there are not. Just the one you came in. But does our roof, do, sorry, do our walls stop and we can see? Oh, yeah. Can we still see above us? our friends up above? You can, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the whole structure of the place hasn't changed. No, the rules are still the same as far as that's concerned. Do I know anything about crystals? She went through a phase sure. in college where uh, she didn't was like, we all? They sent her your chakras, and, yeah, you know. Uh, you know. Reading a lot about Wicca. Yeah. I always carry quarts in my pocket. We all did it. You can, yes, we did. You can make a history check and ask me and tell me what you're looking for uh, in particular. If I know of this particular kind of crystal, if this is like a famous crystal, if this sure. is like... Is it Billy Crystal? <laughs> 20, not Nat. You don't know this particular crystal, and it doesn't look like anything natural. I want to take it. 
I have the urge to take it. Do you think that... Remember we saw the carvings of the faces and we touched them and we transported. Do you think the crystal will help us do something? We are seem to have come to a dead end. Maybe. What if it's powering this whole situation and we plummet out of the sky? Oh, I had not considered that. I mean, we could technically call that a win, I guess. Yes, not for us, but for the greater good. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Okay, well, what about this? And I take a little, I've got like, like a little leather coin purse. And I, and I, and I show it to Yenbull and I say, what if we take this and, and kind of scoop it out of the air so we don't have to touch it? Because I feel like touching stuff. Yes. Yes, I think this is a good idea. What if we touch it and die or something, you know? Yes. I don't if I die, can you take care of Donnie? Yes, of course. Okay. Of course. Flint's not here otherwise, you know. Yes, I will I will care for your small dragon friend. Thank you. Should we should we take it? Ah, uh, jeez, I don't know. I mean, do you see There's no other Egress. Do we have another option? Through the door we walked in, but I presume that would lead us back to where the path we took if we were to take all left turns to get back there. And there's nothing else on the map? Uh, he goes over and looks at the map. I, I see our friends, Yenbul and Thea, within the room, walking closer. Does it show the little bag? <laughs> They are they are moving with a tiny satchel uh, towards the center of the room. Perhaps they are going to take it for us. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess, I guess, just prepare yourself for whatever's going to happen next. <laughs> All right, uh, we we will let them do the dirty work and take the charm back down to Yemble and Thea. I, I carefully am going toward it with my leather bag and I lift it up and hover it above the crystal and then quickly put it down and scoop it up like catching a fish. Right. And then I whoop and I pull on the two string ends to tighten the top of the pouch. Okay, so you're holding, you have in your possession, in your hand, uh-huh. the pouch uh-huh. with the crystal. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, um, as Mannix is narrating this for you, what he's seeing on the image there, Flint, uh, you see um, the crystal in front of you disappear before your eyes. He says, I think they got it in the bag. So now what? The... Uh, you are holding it by the strings. The strings. And feel a pressure on your wrist. You look down and you see a tattoo of sorts oh. begin to form on your skin so of a of a crystal, very similar to the one in blue that you just put into the bag. Um, Yimble? Yes? And I lift my wrist and I show her the crystal. Oh, I did not realize you had the tattoo there. It's very nice. It, I don't. It just showed up. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, it is. I mean, it could have been uglier. It's a nice tattoo. I guess it is some sort of magic tattoo crystal. It is nice. 
Maybe it gives me special powers. Can I search within myself to like know whether or not I feel different magically? Yeah, you can make an arcana check. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to do that. That's only a 13. You don't immediately, you don't feel any different other than the new image on your wrist. Cool. Okay, Yenbull, um, I don't think it's going to kill me immediately, which is cool. Maybe yes, it's a good start. Since there's no way out. You look behind you now, and there is a doorway on the wall. Oh. I've spoken too soon. I think you have done it. Flint and Mannix, you see, as if being drawn into place, this doorway form ahead of you. Uh, yeah, I guess we start making our way over towards it. We see them walking towards it and do the same, I suppose. Let's keep the party separate together. You all proceed towards the door, and it opens, and it looks very similar to the hallway that you've been walking down. Torch-lit, fading light. Uh, you continue walking rights only? Yeah. Yep. It's keeping... We made a deal. Yeah. We did, even though we okay. can totally see each other on the different maps and stuff. We're just going to stick to going right out. Well, I mean, if ultimately if we come to a dead end and there's no way to can go forward, then we know yeah. that an alternate turn will have to happen. That's, That's true. But like easy way to map out a maze when you only turn one direction. That's true. true. Right? It's like we had a plan. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like Russ hasn't told you how many times you've turned, though. So I know. <laughs> yeah. But we'll just tell Russ that we go exactly back the way we came because we're all aware of how many times we turned. And then we'll all take lefts. Totally. Player knowledge, character knowledge. Characters know more than you do at this point. That's really true. Almost always. (laughs) Almost always. Yep. Um, Okay. Uh, You continue down the hallways taking right. Somebody roll me a D8, please. It's your turn, Amy. Oh, God. Here it goes. Seven. You walk for a while and nothing of any great urgency occurs until uh, you get to another location where you see um, a faint light up ahead of you and the color of that light is purple well this seems familiar keep going you carry forward and there's another door in front of you purple light emitted below Um, carvings again very similar on the door there is a circular engraving but it's like it's like a clean slate almost like there would be have something carved there but there is nothing there um, you open the door and inside very similar room you see a purple charm about the same size as the blue one that you had just taken um, and carvings again on the floor circling this crystal your turn <laughs> yes <laughs> I will take this one um, I also pull out a small sack I assume we have them in our, like, I think so, gear too. We just for... use them to carry things, you know, old-timey stuff. Yeah. Salted meats and stuff. Et cetera, exactly. Our, our gorp. Our gorp. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the middle. Hi. How's it going? It isn't just Russ here, but we would have let him talk by himself for <laughs> I wasn't saying we a while. We were just waiting. But then he asked a question, which wasn't really to us, but sort of was to us. And I felt like, oh, I feel so rude. I'm not answering. 
I love watching the Zoom call when there's like this slight hesitation with everybody's face. of like, should I talk here? Or is he doing one of these weird things where he's talking to the listener again? Which isn't a weird thing at all because that's basically what podcasting is. just the whole point of like is. this whole thing yeah, we're doing. That's the whole it's deal. who we talk to all the time. Yeah. So. Um, speaking of talking to our listener, you, you lovely person, you, thank you for being here with us. Um, we uh, often talk about our Patreon and kind of every year we make a few changes, mix things up a little bit. Uh, to make sure that we're offering the only the best and only things that people want to be hearing. Um, and we've done that and made some tweaks and changes. And this month, we are releasing a special bonus episode, maybe two, probably two, because it was a long recording of a special Halloween episode that the four of us got together and recorded, uh, featuring Moot, Glim, and Sully, which... I'd like to say is a one shot and will never come up again in main story. But, you know, some sometimes things tie in and this is probably going to be one of those because it re- left a real good mark. on Well, everybody. we were all such Halloweenies during it. So, mm-hmm. uh, for, But that's for our patrons over on patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. <laughs> So if that's not you and Russ wasn't actually talking to you this whole time, what he means is we'd really love to see over on Patreon because we do a lot of fun stuff like that. And that all the audio is uh, at our $5 a month tier. And we put out a lot of extra audio every month. I mean, we do weekly episodes and then Facing Fate weekly episodes when we're in release there. Um, But yeah, Tom's got a sweet game that he runs called The Adventures of. Monthly for that one. And then these bonus episodes that come up, uh, which we have a ton of fun with. And, you know, we just we just keep trying to bring some fun adventures for you and for us because we love to play them. So check it out. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. We'll see you over there. Now I'll get you back to this episode. See if eventually we'll get out of this knot maze that we're in. It's not looking good. I have a strong feeling <sighs> that it might be soon. Here's hoping. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Okay, bye. Bye. Yimble walks forward with a bag, and again, Flint and Mannix, you see, (laughs) (laughs) moving up and down, arms with a bag above their head, Um, and then the gem in front of you disappears, and Yimble, you have a bag with this purple uh, gem inside. I'm going to pull up my sleeves to see if I have a sick new tat. Uh, You don't immediately, but you watch for a second, and then it slowly comes into view on your wrist. Twinsies. We look so cool. I bet they're going to be so jealous if they don't get any of these crystals and they don't have new tattoos when we finish. I think we should let Flint get the next one, but hopefully it's a tramp stamp for him. (laughs) I mean, to overwrite the one he already has? Wait, is that already canon that you've got a lower back tattoo? <laughs> I think it maybe I think is. it might be. It sounds like something. It sounds right. From the naked it interrogations, like right? It sounds might like something you might have. Yeah. yeah. And listeners, if you can remember better than we can, uh, think like back maybe three years ago. Does yeah. Flint have a lower back tattoo? We need to know. And if so, can we get some art on that? Because I think him turning around, bending over, shirt comes up a little bit. Little little peek there. On the wall behind you, you see again the door drawn into place, and then, um, if you wish, carry forward. We do. Yes. Another half an hour or so goes by. And I'm piggybacking on Yenpo. 
Thea's piggybacking <laughs> on Yenville. You're walking down, me. hearing sounds, but never coming across anything. Hearing groans, echoes in the distance, but never coming across a figure. Uh, you make it to another door, and beneath that door is a green light. Should we let them get this one? I feel that we should make sure they understand what is happening, and they take one and the door appears. Maybe it's best we don't put all of our crystals in one basket, as it were. Yes, we don't put all of our tattoos on one arm. Uh, yeah, I'll open the door. Okay, uh, the door opens. Um... <laughs> How long did you stand in front of it? thinking the girls were going to do it. I mean, longer than I want to admit. Mannix and Flint, we just see them staring at the pictograms on the wall, and then the pictograms look to them and, like, big wink. Like, one eye disappears and then reopens, and then Flint knows it's okay to enter. Um, on the door in front of you, you see the same, the the, the slate, the circular slate that was um, clean in the last room. Um, there is at least a partial carving of like a hip bone. Like the pelvic bone? Yeah. Is it connected to the knee bone? It is not, because that would okay. be weird. Wouldn't it be the leg bone? <laughs> That's right. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's a weird world we're in. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, it's like a, yeah, the pelvic bone roughly sketched in the middle of this circle. You open the door, you look in, and it is very, almost identical to the room's previous um, carvings on the floor and a green crystal gem in the middle. All right, I guess I slowly walk forward with the bag. Again, Flint and Mannix staring at the pictograms, <laughs> waiting to see the little you bag. See, you see the little hands go on the hips. You see the foot go out and tap, <laughs> yeah, tap, like, tap, 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 tap. Waiting over here. <laughs> uh, I guess they are waiting for us to grab this one. I use the novelty bag with a dollar sign on it that Thea gave me for one uh, Saturnalia festival. Yeah. You, <laughs> Thea, you recognize it in an outstretched fashion immediately. Ha! Knew it'd come in handy. Unless you otherwise state, you walk forward and pull the bag over top. It disappears to you, Yenbol and Thea, um, and you see a new door drawn in. God, I hope it's a back tap. Me too. Me too. Or ankle. Do I notice anything on me? You feel a pressure on your wrist. Um, you're pretty, like, armored up, aren't you? Like... I mean, yeah. I'm sure yeah. I could take off some sort sure. of van brace to take a look. Yeah, you, you put it into the bag, pull the strings or however the bag secures itself. Um, you feel this pressure on your wrist and you look and you see a a tattoo of a gem-like image, green in color, appearing on your wrist. Okay. I realize you're saying crystal and all these tattoos I'm picturing are actually D20s, is what I am picturing every time you said it. I have a tattoo I mean, of a D20. If they, that's what you see, then that's what you see. That's totally yeah. fine. Yep. Game represents game. Yep. Um, door, uh, the, uh, the door appears on the wall as it has in other rooms. No, I think we keep going. Mm -hmm. You carry it feels forward. like something's happening. We don't know what it is, but something. You carry forward. The echoes continue through the halls as you walk down them. Um, you get feelings that you're being watched or followed, but every time you turn around and wait or move to go towards them in either area, the big world or the small world, you don't see anything. You carry on in other ways and... You get to the end of a long hallway, and 
uh, you come up to a door. There's no light under this door, or none that you can see, anyways. And on the door, you see that the slate, the pelvic bone, and what looks like a spine now carved into this doorway in front of you. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Team uh, Real World opens up the door. You open the door, Flint and Mannix, Yenbull and Thea. <laughs> yeah, Thea had a marker outstretched and was just about to draw a penis <laughs> on it when the door opened. And she's like, ah, oh, missed opportunity. Uh, the door opens before you and inside you see... Um, and you do see um, a room very similar to the one previous. There's the carvings and cir- circular carvings on the floor, um, but it's illuminated by a a black, almost super dark purple light. So the room isn't super well lit, and it's coming from this black-looking crystal in the middle of the room. This one looks creepy. I'm going to um, go in my bag and find something white to see if it glows in this light. Maybe some sort of psychedelic mushroom poster. Yeah, I like that. It glows. Like the, the iridescence of it. You even see it just faintly in the, in, the, in the big world. That's cool. Have you been carrying that poster in this entire time? Yes, well, when everything went so bad in Calumport, I was on my way to get it framed for my cool... My cool psychedelic room at my house. That's awesome. Maybe if it is not destroyed, I will I will take you there one day. That'd be great. You know what? We should hang this poster in this room. (gasps) You're right, a little a little we were here present for (laughs) Shangalar. I mean he won't be able to fully enjoy it because we're totes gonna take that crystal, but you look up into the big world and you see Flint and Mannix staring down at you. They see us. They see little... Just like laughing. <laughs> a, big, a little poster. They're well, laughing. Now it's up on the wall. Heads back and forth. Yeah. And then a poster appears on the wall, if that's where you put it. It's glowing <laughs> mm-hmm. with all it's like, you know, all the lines and all the colors are illuminated by this light that's being emitted. I, I look at Mannix and I say, well, this one's, I guess, a little different than the rest, but same same idea? I guess so. Shall I take it? Well, I mean, everyone else already has one, so. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Who knows how many of these things there are? Right. Okay. He grabs a bag and begins moving towards the crystal and puts it over top. And it disappears for Yenbull and Thea and goes into the bag for Mannix. He feels a pulse or pressure on his wrists and looks down. Says, did you did you get one of these? Uh, I did. I, I have an idea. And I hold out my bag with a dollar sign on it to, like, switch bags with him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he passes it to you. You uh, pass. So he has the... Green one, you have the black one. Yeah. Um, your the tattoos on your wrist morph color before your eye as you grab and hold on to the bags for a second. So they change entirely. It's not like I get a second one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I guess switch back. I'm kind of attached to that 
bag with the dollar sign on it. It was a gift, you know. Uh, sure. Yes, of course. He hands it back to you, takes back the black one. Is there a new door? Did anything else weird happen other than that this was a black one? I will say this conversation was like, quick. And um, as the, the gem is taken, this quick exchange is happening. A oh, wait, Russ, Ooh. can I try one more thing? Yeah, sure. <laughs> go for it. Can I have both of the bags? Uh, sure. Yes. Uh, he hands you back the bag carrying the black gem. And on your wrist, almost like they're piled on top of each other, there's a green and a black gem. Huh. What do you see? Mannix looks down to his wrist and says, mine's gone. I mean, I have both now. Interesting. What are they doing up there? They're just passing bags back and forth. I know, we have been down here, we put up a poster, all they had to do was just grab the crystal, I don't know. At least you get a little break, I know you were tired. (laughs) Thanks for carrying me that few Uh, minutes there. It's slower this time, but a door does slowly begin to appear, and there's a bright light that comes from it as it's appearing on this wall. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll hand his uh, black one back to him just because doesn't make sense for me to have both. Or does it? I don't know. Who, who knows? Who knows? I have no idea. Um, okay, you hand it back to Mannix, and he looks down, and the tattoo uh, reappears on his wrist. The doorway slowly begins to appear. It took longer than it did in the last few rooms, but there's like an almost like bright golden light that is coming from behind it now. Ooh, this one's pretty. Huh, for a moment, I've almost forgotten that we're in a lich's flying pyramid and of doom. Know, it seems like we are just on a fun adventure. Not a fighting for death to save my beloved homeland. All right. Thea opens the shiny door. You open the door, Flint and Mannix. The door opens before you. And as the door cracks open, inside there is a hideous cacophony of sounds. Groans, screams, moans. And as the door swings open, unless you stop it, uh, yeah, no, I, I slam it shut. It goes silent. Oh, this is this is a bad room. You look behind you, and the door you entered is gone. Of course it is. Okay, well, that door's not there anymore. <sighs> is there, like, a keyhole I can peek my peeper through? And Flint and Mannix, you see, uh, you see the door slowly open, you hear that sound, and then it slams shut. You look down, and... The two figures, there's like question marks above their heads, exclamation marks, and they're looking at each other, waving arms in the air. Like we just don't care. Just don't care. Um. Uh, I'm, Sorry, I'm just looking to see if I have like silence or if I have something. I don't think I do, but uh, I cast flaming sphere, and I'm just like holding on to it. Okay. I'd like to, can I ready an action if this door opens um, up and things yeah. start coming at me? Can I throw a flaming sphere at them? Uh, yeah, because flaming sphere, you can move on each of your turns, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can okay, cool. have it readied. Yeah, I want it ready. Uh, in the image, Flint and uh, Mannix, you see just this flaming ball pop up beside Yemble and Thea. Does it, is it just like a brighter space in their world? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they hopefully they learn their lesson with the moonbeam. <laughs> Time will tell. <laughs> I guess let's we'll see. see. Okay. All right. Um, let's try this again. You, are you ready? Um, I'm going to take some like little scraps of fabric or something and maybe shove them in my ears a little bit so it's a bit less cacophonous. Sure. I want to do that too. You are allowed to do anything. Yeah. Um, anything? <laughs> You're allowed to do anything with the world. My ears. Yeah. <laughs> um, in in the image you see them put in like big plugs into their ears, like comedic <laughs> size. I kind of look at Mannix and say like yay, nay, what do you think? Uh for going through the door or putting big plugs in our ears. I mean both, I guess. I, yeah, I mean I don't have any that size. I don't know where maybe it's specific to their realm but i i don't know i don't know if there's any right answer there's no door behind us anymore yeah i guess just get ready they grip their mace a little tighter and move towards the door the door opens the sound comes back it's muffled for yimble and thea and inside you open the door and step out onto a ledge The ledge goes around the perimeter of this square room, but what catches your eye is the pit below you, filled with undead. There are hulking orcs, skeletons, zombies, whites, banshees wailing in the distance, and in the center of this room you see a pillar that comes up and on top of that pillar is a cage with a figure in the center of it who's huddled has her fingers in her ears and you see before you in this cage Yimble The song Nowhere Land is by Kevin MacLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at epidemicsound.com or boomlibrary.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Christian Brown, Derelith, Devin Michaels, Gabriel Lynch, Jacob Madden, Jessica Babiuk, Cat Waterflame, Mark Hartless, and Stevie. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. All right, well, I'm going to cast... Well, okay, yep. I'm going to cast our... Um, no, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's just doing this Ru- out of spite now. Russ is making a great face right now. <laughs> Do you like that? <laughs> Do you like that? Do you like that? Dungeons & Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable & Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
from the team behind the award-winning best fiction horror podcast, Nightlight. A new audio drama that brings the southern folklore of True Blood and the cosmic horror of Lovecraft Country to your ears. You don't hear that, do you? Afflicted is a tale of hoodoo, a demonic book bound in human flesh, and natural disasters that are anything but natural. Which grave did you get the dirt from? Which grave? Afflicted, a horror thriller audio drama, coming this Halloween thanks to our Indiegogo supporters. Subscribe now to get notified the moment the first episode drops. It's It's happening. happening.